It's become dubbed the Super Wars. Treasurer Jim Chalmers says he wants to end them. But in reality, they are really just only in the beginning. The federal government wants to discuss changing the superannuation system and defining a meaning for superannuation into law. The federal opposition says it will block any changes, arguing they'll amount to new taxes on super, while the treasurer, Jim Chalmers, argues the average Aussie won't be too unaffected. Some people who may be, uh, well, who live in uh, affluent electorates, perhaps like Wentworth, might be affected. Uh, The independent Wentworth MP Allegra Spender joins me now on RN Drive. Welcome to you. Thanks so much, Andy, for having me. Uh, You represent one of the wealthiest electorates in the country. Is this something that your constituents are concerned about? What, What are they telling you about their concerns over possible legislation over super? Look, I think my constituents are saying, you know, they want the the super system to be both, you know, deliver equity, but also stability. You know, so they do want to make sure that concessions are, you know, spread across the community. But they also don't like um, governments changing policy on super regularly, particularly if people have made good faith decisions about where to put their money and then the government changes that in the future. So I think, you know, this is a discussion I'm having a lot with my con- constituents at the moment and getting a really a range of views that I'm consolidating at the moment. So, I mean, let me just ask you point blank. Do you support reining in tax concessions for people with large super balances above $3 million dollars. I'm still talking to my community about this because I want to understand how it affects people. How what does the community think about this? You know, interestingly, I've spoken to people who have those sorts of balances and say, you know what, it's okay to make that change. But I've also spoken to others who say, you know, we're making um, decisions and who aren't necessarily affected, but they're making decisions and they don't want the government to be playing with super. And it's, you know, it's about that $3 million cap, but it's also about some of the other changes that the government is, you know, has been floating or, you know, certainly being discussed in the media at the moment. Well, uh, central to that discussion is the kind of statement or, or philosophy that superannuation is to fund a comfortable and dignified retirement. Surely reform is needed to stop it being used as a vehicle for wealth creation. What do you say to that? Look, I think that um, so I support super being um, funded for you know for retirement. I absolutely do, and you know I don't agree with the coalition who's saying you know you should be able to use super for house deposits. I think that is both bad. Um, you know, it's going to be inflationary for house prices. So, you know, it leaves people really substantially worse off um, when they when they retire. So that's you know I I think it is about a dignified retirement. And you know, as I said, I'm open. You know, people in my community do want equity, but they also want stability, and they want sort of changes. You know, if there are changes, to be really locked in. But they also don't want us to only just to be talking about raising more revenue. A lot of people are saying, well, if the government, you know, if we've got this long-term deficit, what is the government doing in terms of reining in spending at the same time? Yeah, I mean, for Treasurer Jim Chalmers to say that he wants to end the super wars, this does just feel like another chapter <laughs> in that very long and ongoing debate. I don't think that this uh, this this war is going to end anytime soon. But it does, mm-hmm. I mean, well, let me ask you, what in your mind does Labor really need to consider here, given that you are from the electorate of Wentworth? And I, I think it's safe to assume that quite a few of those uh, $3 million plus super accounts might be in your electorate. Correct me if I'm Mm. wrong. Look, no, I think there would be. Um, I think, to be honest, the government needs to have a broader conversation about super and about tax. 
you know, it's, you know, even the numbers that you're seeing bandied about about this, you know, reform are around, say, maybe a billion dollars. You know, we've got, you know, government spending like $600 billion. We've got a 2% structural deficit. So, you know, in terms of actual reform, it's very small, um, even, you know, even if you, from a sort of quantified point of view. So, you know, and I think if the government wants to look at super, you know, it should look at it in the round and do it in a really considered broad way. You know, there's, there are reports saying, for example, that we shouldn't continue to put up our super guarantee, you know, up from 10.5% now up to 12%, which we'll get to in a few years' time. And they're saying that the report, you know, this is a Grand Institute report doing that because they're saying, look, it's actually holding down real wages and it's stopping people being able to, um, it's giving people a better retirement than they actually have a working life. So if you're going to look at reform on super and if you are going to end the super wars, then I actually think you need to you know, hasten slowly, look broader and, and take it carefully. Speaking of salvos in this war, not to labour the analogy too much, but uh, Keith Pitt today suggested that super could be used for inheritance. I assume you, 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 you wouldn't agree with him? Um, I don't think that's the point. And I, I, as I said, I think that the, you know, the government uh, support the, the purpose of super is about retirement. I, and I think that's what we should be focused on. And I think that, you know, the structure of the concessions around super should be focused on that. You know, and I, I think at the same time, the government should be really careful about, you know, using super also to fund, you know, agendas around um, sort of nation building projects. You know, I think there's been some ambiguity on this. You know, I've spoken to the Treasurer about this and and he said, no, you know, we're not trying to force people, um, you know, to make decisions based on what's best for the country where, you know, people should be able to make their own financial decisions. But I think there has been ambiguity around this. So I think that is another issue that we need to keep an eye on. 14 past four on RN Drive. Uh, you're listening to independent MP Allegra Spender. We're talking superannuation here on RN Drive. Let's move on to the safeguard mechanism, however. The Greens leader, Adam Bant, maintains that their support is conditional to no new coal and gas projects. You want to see a more ambitious target by 2030. Do you agree with the Greens' op- uh, position on this? Uh, look, I think the, this safeguard mechanism absolutely has to go through. I think it's absolutely critical. Um, you know, it's not the first best policy. The first best policy would be a price on carbon. Um, but it's really important that businesses have certainty about, um, you know, about what they need to reduce their emissions for because they can plan and then invest on that. So I think this is really critical. Um, this is really critical legislation um, and it should go through. Under a draft bill, overall emissions need to fall by nearly 5% each year until 2030 and industrial plants can use the new technology and buy carbon credits to get there. Do you support that that kind of idea? Look, I don't support, um, I think that, you know, that they're dropping year on year. That's exactly right. There's unlimited use of carbon credits in the current safeguard mechanism. And I don't support that because we can't abate, you know, we can't sort of credit our way um, out of a carbon crisis. We actually need to stop the emissions. Um, and so, so, so just um, to pick you up on that, what kinds of reforms to the safeguard mechanism are needed to deal with uh, in principle emissions, not secondary sort of ways or mechanisms of dealing with it? Look, I think it's it's pretty complicated, but um, we need to, at a sector level, you know, make some of the reduction in carbon to be actual abatement, not just offsets. And you have to do that really sector by sector because different sectors have different opportunities, given the current technology, um, to abate their carbon. So it's it's messy, but I think that is that is necessary. I also think you know the government has put a seventy five dollar 
cap on the cost of offsets. Um, and again, I don't think that's the way you know it should be structured because you know offsets will will change over time, the costing will change over time. But I don't want to be in a situation where you know the government's actually paying fossil fuel companies a sort of subsidy um, in terms of their offsetting. I don't think that's the right right way to structure it either. We'll have to leave it there. Independent MP Allegra Spender, thanks for the, your time this afternoon. Thanks so much, Andy. On the text line 0418 you can get in touch any time like these uh, comments. Uh, at some point, we've forgotten that the economy was supposed to serve humanity. Now it seems to be a vehicle. Uh, Juliet in Q says, if the people with uh, over $500 million in their superannuation don't want to lose their tax concessions, they may have uh, give a thought to some of the people like Warren Buffett and Bill Gates who both recognise the injustice of a tax regime that overwhelmingly privileges the rest. And this one too, it's not rocket scientist, uh, science. That is uh, superannuation equals retirement. Greedy rich people are spoiling it for the rest of us. What do you think? Jump in the text line anytime. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.